0: these athletes should have to be want to be versatile Mm -hmm. like you should want to be able to play every position on the field because, like, there's guys on our roster that can play every position on the field. So, like, right now, I was recruited as a pitcher and shortstop, and I've been playing uh, third base. I've been playing outfield, and I've been playing second base. So, like, you got to know how to play more than just one spot. And then the other thing with throw and catch is that you have to be able to play play catch.
1: This is the Coaching Life Podcast, and we welcome you back for another week. I'm Chris Stewart, here with my co-host, Coach Pat Martin. How you doing, Coach? Coach, I'm good. Good. Good deal. Uh-huh. Well, today we have a really special uh, episode for you because we have a, a special guest, I'm someone who's very special to me, dear to me, someone that I got to know over the last five or six years or so, but but had the opportunity, the privilege to coach him um, as a coach. Uh, Member of the Eastern High School baseball team, which is where I am now coaching. Matthew Blanchard is going to join us today, and Matthew is currently a freshman in college. But he is a uh, he was a twenty twenty one graduate of Eastern High School, a Division four school in Reedsville, Ohio. So, Division four would be the smallest school district division in the state of Ohio. Matthew, Matthew, how many uh, people were in your graduating class? Do you remember? Do you know?
0: Uh, We graduated 57.
1: Wow. That's that's a pretty good group. So you're looking at any any given year about 200 kids in the whole high school. Yeah. 200 or less or even. That that was actually. I think the
0: grade below us is the biggest grade. I think like the senior class this year has like 81 maybe.
1: Oh, wow. Well, your class had a lot of athletes. You you guys. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, just for our small school, we graduated nine baseball players. I mean, that's a that's a lot.
2: Yeah, so it hurts, doesn't it? It
1: Hurts, it hurts. <laughs> but we got some good ones coming in, that's for sure. So a little bit more about Matty. So Matthew spent uh, three years playing high school baseball because, of course, you know he's one of those uh, COVID casualties for you know for his junior year. And so in his three years of high school baseball. He was a two-time all-league, all-conference player. And in those two years as well, so that would have been his sophomore year and senior year, he was also the defensive player of the year in the TVC Hawking Conference. Additionally, those same two years, uh, his sophomore year and senior year, he's a two-time all-district player. And uh, in 2021, he was actually named one of 80 players in the entire state of Ohio who got to represent our district, so the Southeast Ohio District, in the Augusta All Ohio Games in Toledo, which is a really cool, cool thing. Got a chance. His uncle and I are watching him on the uh, yeah, on the, the live TV, stream. Yeah. There is pretty, pretty sweet. Had a good, had a heck of an at bat. Well, like a fourteen pitch at bat in that game, didn't you? Something like that.
0: Yeah, it was something like that. It was, yeah. it was awesome.
1: And then it was ended up being a double, like ground rule double over the right center right field fence. So you, you fouled yeah. about six balls off down that direction. And is that a is that a th-
2: like a double QA or that's a, a Q- double
1: quality of quality bat is what yeah. that is. Yeah. And slugging percentage and everything <laughs> else. So uh, well speaking of stats, let me tell you a little bit about some stats here. In twenty twenty one, Matthews pitching numbers were were this. He he had sixty four innings pitched and his record was an 8-2 and two win-loss record, which, believe it or not, the two losses were the exact same team in the conference. Unbelievable. But, <laughs> yeah. but uh, we won't talk about that. We'll leave that out, Maddie. all right? Uh, <laughs> during his senior year, pitching's his ERA, hard. yeah, yeah your pitching's not easy, right, yeah. right. Especially Well, when you threw against that particular team, more. I mean, that wasn't the only two times you had thrown against them. You threw against them your freshman year as well, didn't you? Your sophomore. I mean, they had seen you I, I threw
0: against them. Uh, two times my sophomore
1: year too. Yeah, <laughs> right. yeah, yeah. yeah. So, it's, so it gets harder. It does. It gets harder. <laughs> this past year's ERA was a one point zero nine four, and mm. his his WHIP is WHIP, which is if you don't know what that is, if you're listening, that is the sum of a pitcher's total walks and hits per innings pitched. So the t- the sum of walks and hits. Per inning innings pitched. It's actually a metric that and so, people are paying more attention to right now yes, than ERA. Than ERA. Yeah. And so his is point, so less than one, point eight seven five mm. his senior year. Uh, 136 strikeouts in the season. Uh, that was two strikeouts per inning, if you were doing the math there with 64 innings pitched. So that's fifteen strikeouts a game on average. And, uh, and oh, by the way, not just pitching. So he's Defensive Player of the Year, but but his hitting stats, he, he batted. So his batting average was four seventy-six on the season. That's uh, postseason, non-league games, league games. In league games, so TVC, hockey games, batting average was five forty-one. And then in the postseason, where you really want guys to step up, he batted .600. Wow. Um, and uh, the the OPS for Matthew in uh, 2021 was 1.387. Mm. So an OPS is another one of those stats that, that I, it's partic- particularly I I really like this one because it's a combination of on base percentage and slugging percentage. So mm-hmm. you, do you hit for power and can you get on base? And by the way, the two highest in Major League Baseball history, OPS, <laughs> do you know who they are? I do not. Ted Williams, 1.1155. That makes sense. Babe Ruth. One point one six three six. Do you remember what I said? Matty's was last year. point. I mean, it's high school ball, right? It's not. It's not major league baseball, so we're not going to say, "Wait, hey, he's he's a he's a regular." Ted Williams there. Oh, sure. Yeah, one point three eight seven. Yeah, it's still daggone impressive. Had a heck of a year, Matthew. Had a heck of a year. So thank you. That's thank all. You. In, that's all in the past. Right now, today, he is at Bryant and Stratton College, which is in Pat's favorite town in America, oh, Cleveland, Ohio. Oh, there we go. I didn't, I didn't realize it was in. Cleveland. Oh, he's, you're right downtown, aren't you? Pretty it? much.
0: Yeah. It, well, it's right outside of Cleveland. It's in Solon. It's like
1: Solon.
2: Yeah.
0: Probably yeah. a 25 minute drive to uh, downtown
2: Cleveland. So suburbs. Yeah. That's. It's a nice area. Cool. No doubt. That's awesome. Yeah. That's,
1: Basically, I will tell you what. We're going to take some time to talk with Matthew today about his journey there at uh, Bryant Stratton College. He he's actually Bryant Stratton's a junior college, so he chose the JUCO route. He's a mm-hmm. JUCO bandit. So we're going to talk a little bit about that. That means you know he's a dirt bag. I mean, dirt bags yeah. go to JUCO. I saw a tweet sure. last night that said, "If you have the opportunity to go to a JUCO school to play a sport, do it." I saw that same tweet. Did you? Yes. Yeah. 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 It's it's uh, quality baseball, high quality baseball, mm-hmm. pra- practically two more years of recruiting for him. You know, team sees him. Yeah. Any other division wants to pick him up for the next two years, they can take him. So uh, it's starting that's, to
0: become the like it's starting to become the way to go. JUCO. It, it
1: is. Like, it's a very common pathway. You're exactly right. Yeah. And what are you studying yeah. at Bryant and Stratton?
0: Uh, I'm studying business.
1: Okay, I thought that's I'm what you were. Get
0: a associate in business.
1: Yeah. yeah, I thought that's what what you were studying. I just didn't want to assume, so I wanted to make sure I asked that. So anyway, without any further ado, I just want to welcome in Matthew, our guest today on the Coaching Life Podcast. Matthew Blanchard, welcome. Matthew, Thank you. am I Thank allowed you. I'm to? Happy
0: to be
2: here. Mm-hmm. <laughs> am I allowed? Am I allowed to call you Maddie?
0: Yeah. Okay. That's fine. You're, you're fine familiar you. enough with
2: him. <laughs> Did you ever coach Matthew in, uh, in fall ball fall ball one year? Yeah. I was a I was a quality control control coach. So I wh- wasn't an assistant. I was just there. What year was that? <laughs> that was, uh, what was that? 2019?
0: I think it was my sophomore year. Okay. yeah.
2: yeah. So that was between the, skinny the Maddie.
1: My sophomore year. That was between skinny yeah. Maddie and strong Maddie, right? Yeah. <laughs> Because yeah, trans- he, yeah. he transformed his body, we'll get into that a little bit. Well, he, still, he still threw well and hit well. then, too, <laughs> right. so. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You will <laughs> if you've got it. You will, but you'll 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 uh,
2: get tremendously better if you add on the strength, as we know. Yeah. Well, Maddie, I was going to open this up with a question, but you've already answered it. Um, finding out that you're you're living near Cleveland, Ohio, uh, mm-hmm. kind of answers this question for you. Now we we talk a lot about. Um, you know, the college experience and, and, and as a, as a high school student trying to make that decision of, you know, what college is best for me. And I think there's a, there's a lot of misconception out there about how to to go about that process of, of choosing what college. and, And a lot of people think it has everything to do about, you know, the sports program that they're interested in or something like that. And I just, I wanted to open up the, uh, the conversation day asking you what if there was one thing or maybe there was more than one thing that stood out to you at brian and stratton that made you know that it was a good fit for you personally
0: yeah okay so yeah i went on my uh visit in the it would have been the fall of my senior year so after covid and after all that they asked me to come on a visit so i go up there and it was the first visit that i had gone on To a college, I I've never visited another college like with a coach there walking me around. So that it was cool. I was I was really nervous, and um, I talked with Coach Quada, who's the recruiting coordinator, and he's now the associate head coach here, and um, he handles like all the recruiting and everything. And basically, they they just made me feel like like the top guy, you know. Like they made me feel like I was their their guy, and they wanted to get me no matter what they checked in every week with me and um Plata called me once a week pretty much until I finally decided to go there but like I knew that like I didn't know what I wanted to do like with the degree wise so like I knew that junior college was kind of like and a way to go where like you could kind of get the general classes out of the way before deciding what you wanted to do so that was also another choice mm-hmm. or another factor in the decision yeah and um I waited probably, so they offered me on my visit. It was in like September, I think, of my senior year. And I waited until December trying to, because I thought I wanted to go somewhere bigger or somewhere better. But um, ultimately I was like, well, they want me. They want me pretty bad, so why am I waiting? So Mm -hmm. I decided to jump on it. And I committed in January, I think.
1: Yeah, good deal. you, you, yeah. you Go were also part of that class, you know, and there actually are, are a couple of classes of you of you guys that, that had this unfortunate experience where you probably were a little concerned about whether or not you were going to get many get to have many looks because there was yeah. a lot of question about whether or not you know one are you am I going to get to play baseball anywhere in the next mm-hmm. couple of years? Yeah. Um, you know, when you guys got sent home there, your you know your junior year, that also affected colleges' ability to cr- recruit. Mm-hmm. And so that was a that's the that was the critical year for you. I mean your junior year and you know is right. the critical year. That summer after your junior year is the recruiting time. Go take your visits. Well no one was allowing you on campus. Right. They weren't allowed they yeah. weren't even allowed to go watch the NCAA coaches weren't allowed to go watch games. So even if you played in a summer yeah. like you did, they couldn't come and watch, you know, now JUCO could. So a lot, I tell you what, JUCO programs exploded during COVID. Yeah, that makes you, sense. You guys got a yeah, ton COVID, of kids on your COVID roster. Really helped out JUCO programs. Yeah. Now it also have, killed a couple um, of them. I mean, oh, you know, right. Sinclair and, and Tri-C yeah, it killed right, those sure. two programs yeah. financially because it just yeah, killed their institutions. Yeah. But but for Brian Stratton, boy, they got they they soaked up all the Ohio kids, the kids that would go to Sinclair. I think or, we
0: have like three or four transfers from Tri-C on the yeah. roster right now. Yeah. Like they just got everyone. We have like. 44 guys right
2: now which I guess is a
0: lot for juco
2: yeah <laughs> I guess from a program perspective you could say that it helped but at the same time you know we're adding an influx of, of numbers to these programs so in 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 a way it, it might have hurt a lot of players out there from a playing time perspective oh yeah or, you know something like that because
1: yeah. the competition now
2: is is you've increased the the volume of mm-hmm. competition right and you for sure. Would, did JUCO get their a year of eligibility back? Or was that only D1, yes, D2? they did. So everyone did?
0: They did, yeah.
2: So, oh, wow.
0: So, like, so all only the two sophomores years, on that, our team are, well, yeah, all the sophomores on our team right now are redshirt freshmen.
2: Yeah. Uh, <laughs>
1: so yeah. that makes it, so you've <laughs> got, yeah, normally a JUCO would have two years of players, but you've got three years of players. I mean, and, and if some of them decided to come back, you yeah. know. That makes it yeah. that's a way, bright, you know. Of
0: them are looking other ways, but um yeah. I think some might come back for a third
1: year. Wow.
0: I don't know for sure though. Yeah.
1: Hmm. Well, Matthew, what was your biggest adjustment coming from high school to college? Like what's it been so far? I know you've only been there a couple of weeks, but what, what's it been so far for you? What have you noticed right off the bat?
0: Um probably like the practice schedules. Cause like it's six days a week consistently you're, you're going at it. Like, like we have weight training three days a week in the mornings before class. And then we have a three hour practice every day that week. So yeah. it's, it's kind of tough on the body at first. So you have to like, make sure you're taking care of yourself, stretching yeah. and eating, eating right and making sure you're eating enough and uh, making sure you're like uh keeping that muscle that you already have,
2: mm.
0: so that's, a, that's a big thing for sure. That's, yeah. like, probably the biggest adjustment. And then, um, like, that continues year-round. So, like, in high school, each sport only lasts probably, like, four months. But, like, in college, we'll be we'll be going at it in the fall, the winter, and the spring.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Just go, go, go. So,
1: yeah. And at some point, you've got to be able to do your schoolwork. What? <laughs> Doing yeah. all that, right? <laughs> yeah. yeah,
0: which I've yeah. been staying on top of that. that,
2: that oh yeah, that's something that I've been
0: making sure I make time for.
2: Well, and you know when you, because what Maddie's Matt, describing there is a, is a is a is a disciplined approach of maintaining what you have, and I think when mm-hmm. you when you start adding discipline to your daily life. It's easier to do those things that you need yes. to get done. You know that that schoolwork kind of just flows right into what yeah. you need to do. It is. Know? That's
1: why. That's why I
2: think a lot of
1: it, you know, playing a sport in college is an extra layer of accountability. Yeah, you've got you've got to have work good time management, and you've got to really want to do it. It's going to wear yeah. you out, but it also adds account the accountability. You know, because it, like you said, you're getting into a routine. Routines are great. Yeah you know, if I'm in a routine for this then I got to get my, my school time in as a routine as well. Right. I can't, I don't, you don't have time to screw around basically.
2: Absolutely. Yeah. 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 I often want, I've been on quite a few, when I look back on my career, I've been on a quite a few uh, search committees for, for different positions and, you know, for the companies that I've worked mm-hmm. for. And I've wondered at times, cause we, you know, we've, we've talked to people that I end up know, finding out that they played a college sport and I wondered at times why they didn't add that to their resume it, it's yeah like, they should absolutely they yeah. should why would you not yeah make it, sure you do that yeah when definitely. you're looking for a job <laughs> and you're done playing ball make sure you add that on there everyone out there because of just what you just mm-hmm. what you just said it's you know yeah i mean college is a bunch of hoops to prove that you can accomplish things right prove that you can get things done yeah learn a little bit but you're going to learn most when you get out there and, and yes and you will. find your job but it, it, it proves your your capacity nothing speaks to that more than than saying hey i i played on a on a Program in you know, a, ba- a sports program in, in college, yeah. that th- and just to understand everything that goes in with, yeah. with that. Yeah, I've talked to a lot of people that have said, it, we're talking about adjustments, that it kind of shocked them how different it was. You know, the the size of the players, the strength of the players, things like that. Is there anything, Maddie, in high school that um, that you think you you could have done differently, or that you wish you would have done or didn't do that would have better prepared you for your life in college right now? both yeah, as, as a yeah. student so, and as a um, player.
0: Yeah, I um like they have all the pictures on this like arm care program and I wish I would have like started that a little earlier because like like it it really helps my arm like not feel sore throughout the week and like um I feel like my arm's getting stronger with like long toss and stuff. Like we long toss probably 2 to 3 times a week like just Mm-hmm. Going for it and then like other days they're like lighter days where you throw like 90 to 120 feet You do your post throw and your peak or your pre-throw and your post throw and um, They take that stuff serious and we don't really have a lot of pitchers that are necessarily hurt right now. Like hmm. there's probably two or three guys that have like Hurt shoulders right now, but I think they came in with it like the throwing program. it it's 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 helping for sure Excellent and then probably Probably uh, another one would be uh, speed and agility training
2: Because
0: yeah. I, I didn't really do a lot of that mm-hmm. I, um, I necessarily focused on like lifting heavy and getting strong sure and getting bigger, but like like our weight training now is more focused on speed and agility right now and like like jumping and getting faster and making sure you're running on your toes versus your heels and things like that
1: mm, that's you're doing a lot of Zach Deccant type material there I think that Brock's, Brock's actually using Zach De- a lot of Zach Deccant stuff at oh, AB, and it sounds like a lot of the things that they're doing yeah there. you talked to Connor any Maddie has a teammate oh, yeah. at a B where Brock's at yeah
0: he said practice has been going good. I think he just had his first like fall game.
2: They did. Well, they time, had an inter squad. Yeah, they inter They had a yeah. they had a blue gold game. I knew that. You know why? Because I talked to Ryan. La- I didn't talk to him. But oh yeah. I was I was privy to a conversation that that Ryan Laudermill had last night. Oh about really? Ab? Yes. Yeah. I didn't even think that. Yeah, talk- I think
0: they're he- both playing second base.
2: <laughs> yeah, I think they both are. Oh, really? Playing second base. I think Ryan's in
1: the bullpen a little bit too. Good deal. Yeah.
2: Yeah. I oh, he start, he's
0: pitching a little a bit. A little bit.
1: Yeah. Awesome. During high school, and this is something I didn't mention in your intro, but I, you know, you suffered not one but two significant injuries. I mean, they were significant setbacks because they ended the season and then impacted you for the next season. Because you were a three sport, you a three sport athlete some years and then some years you were two. Right? Basketball, baseball is what you yeah. ended up with, but you played football one year or two years.
0: I played football my freshman year, okay,
1: and then I was done after that. Yeah, yeah. and then um, your your first injury you were actually working with me when you were doing mm-hmm. when you when you did it. it had been your, your sophomore year? Is that was that about right? Uh,
0: yeah, the winter the fall of my sophomore year, late I think. fall. Before,
1: yeah, it was going no, into the winter. Year. Oh, it was your freshman going year. Going into
0: the winter year, or my
1: freshman year. Yeah, yeah, and uh, he was throwing, um, and just felt a pop, mm. Pop in the elbow right. And did that end up actually... Did you miss any baseball that spring because of that?
0: I, I did not, Good. no. No, so you're to, I, I I took the PT serious, and um, I went every week, and then I was, in a, I was in a brace for, like, six weeks, I think. So it, it, I was done for basketball for the you, rest of the year. Yeah, but, you sprained
1: um, the UCL? Is that right? Was it a sprain? Because there was not a um, tear there, was there?
0: No, it...
1: I guess the spring I is think a slight tear. What
0: they called it was a, um, it was a light tear yeah. off of the UCL, yeah. and uh, it was a bone chip actually. Oh, that's right. Which yeah, yeah, which yeah. they said I was pretty lucky that it was just yes, that, yeah. Which I was, I was that thinking.
1: was good news. I remember when you when when Andrew texted that to me. That was I remember that was good. That was actually good news, believe it or not, because it was scary. I mean, it was one of those deals where you he turned white. We had to we had to walk him out of the facility. It was this whole warehouse facility on there, on East State Street, and he was he was white as a ghost, and um, we had to help him get outside because he threw up when he got out there. Huh? Because it's if it's, it, you're in shock, basically, you're in a, a little bit of a yeah. state of shock because you're everything that goes through your mind when you get injured is that's it. I'm done. I'm never going to be able to play again, right? It it it's I'm going to need surgery. It's my that's... life is ruined, right? Yeah, yeah. So that I want. So I want to. So now that you're back in that moment. And then you had another injury where the last basketball game in meaningless time, right? Last <laughs> minute of a game. Yeah. Right. Uh, yeah. Your junior year, which is the spring that, you know, you got taken away, which you actually wouldn't have been able to play much that spring anyway, because you had... A, I
0: wouldn't have played at all. At all. You had a significant
1: yeah. ankle break, right? Yeah. So <laughs> I, I, broke that my,
0: I broke my fibula in two places.
1: Mm.
0: Gosh. Yeah.
1: So that's got to be a frustrating thing it's got to be a scary thing talk a little bit about you know how you one were able to keep yourself positive and work through that and have you know have resilience through that adversity knowing you know knowing or hearing those internal thoughts of daggone it you know, the, it's those scary thoughts of what's going to happen now. Am I ever going to get to? And it's really cool because of where you're sitting right now, playing college baseball. Yeah. You know, and the and the accolades and the things that you're able to rack up by the time you graduated high school, kids, you will bounce back. Yeah. If I, you're hurt, you'll bounce back. Like I, your son right now has got a broken collarbone.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I can I can relate because in in I'm I, this is the passion conversation we had you know, before, but in the back of my mind, I'm thinking, well, we're, we're behind right now because we're not doing anything. You know, Jake's just kind of sitting around, hmm. you know, not, do, and he's, he's getting soft, right. You know, you're not lifting. You're not, you're not, he's not doing anything. So he bouncing back into basketball season is probably going to be pretty tough for him. So even that's in the back of your mind, not just, I mean, yeah, wh- where, where's my career going to go from that? That's, that's huge. But even if once you get that good news, you know, we got the good yeah. news that it was a, a bone chip, He's still sitting there thinking, "What you know? What am I doing? I'm just still bad news. I'm, I'm not getting better. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah.
1: How did you handle
2: it?
0: So, like, looking back on it, I think it actually was my sophomore year in the fall when I uh, chipped my elbow. I think it was. Yeah, I thought so. Because um,
1: you first you first started coming yeah. to me your freshman year.
0: <laughs> yeah, after my freshman year of like the spring year. So yeah, but um. Like, when I was in the brace, I was, just, I was just hoping I didn't have surgery or have to have surgery, and I was, I was just focused on and worried about that. And, like, looking back on it now, I wish I would have just, like, been, like, well, um, just focusing on, like, my recovery a little more. But then, like, once I, once they told me that I wasn't going to have surgery, um, then I, like, I really started to focus on recovering and taking it seriously and listening to the PTs, and then I started getting back into throwing and light throwing just to start, and then, um, yeah, and uh, tried to stay positive most of the time.
1: Yeah, like there's mm-hmm. gonna be some
0: days where you're negative, but like you just gotta know that if if you're good, and you're gonna you're gonna still be good after, like because you have that motivation to mm-hmm. get back to where you were, you know.
2: You got to trust yourself, trust your preparation. So like,
0: yeah, yeah. So, like, after I broke my leg, I, um, that was, that was bad. That was a bad time for me because I was, I was pretty upset about that. And, um, but then once, once COVID happened, I was thinking, like, hey, I'm not really falling behind necessarily because, right, everyone, Everyone's done right now, you know. like Yeah, in a I way, that like, was maybe that I'm was a blessing a step for you, on my body. <laughs> right? Yeah, right. yeah, yeah. Like I'm losing a step on my body, maybe, but I'm not uh, losing a step on everyone in the game because no one else can no play. No else right
1: can now. play. Yeah, yeah. yeah.
0: So you, then, once I, uh, once um, I got out of my cast, actually, there was like no PT places open. So I had to do my own physical therapy for my ankle until, so like I, I started walking again and then I would, um, I gradually started to jog and then I, once I could jog, I went to the weight room and I started running on the treadmill and doing some like light lifting getting back into it. And then once it felt comfortable, cause you like, you can't rush back into it. Cause when you rush back yeah. into it, you're, you're, you're going to cause yourself to get hurt again. Yes like you gotta like listen mm. to your body. Great point. If your body's sore then so like if my ankle hurt that day then I wasn't gonna I wasn't gonna push it because I didn't want to re injure it. Mm-hmm. And like and like that was like that was another big part was um like mentally getting back into it.
2: Mm-hmm. Like being like,
0: hey my ankle my ankle's ready to go, I just have to I have to push it. Like
1: yeah, and that probably, that summer you were a little light on it there at first. Then you realized, hey, yeah. I can do this. Yeah, the summer of twenty twenty. Yeah,
0: like that that summer I played for you, and like the first probably five or six games, that I could I was just jogging <laughs> and like just jogging on it, or like in the field I wasn't really diving after balls or anything. But then like once I got my confidence back, I I was ready to go, and I still wore an ankle brace just for like a little extra support. But then in that fall, I I played for uh, Five Star, which was a travel team I played for in the uh, summer of my sophomore year. I played for him in the fall ball of my senior year. And I I forgot the ankle brace one day, and I was, I was so worried. I was like, oh, no, I, I'm not going to be able to play. And then I go out there, and I play fine. I was like, well, I don't need that thing anymore, yeah. you know? Oh, that's
2: like,
1: good, yeah.
0: I'll be fine without it. So
1: I don't know if you remember yeah, this or more, not. Yeah, go ahead. Finish that thought. Yep
0: i was gonna say it's, it's it's more mental coming back from an injury than what people would think
1: yeah yeah sure. absolutely yeah it's yeah it's very much mental yeah and i don't know if you remember this or not matthew but the, that um so going back to the first injury the arm injury you had the spring where you had your season your sophomore season which was a very good season and then you came to me that summer, and we worked out a little bit. We went out down to the Athens high school football field and threw a little bit. And then Sydney was with you, and I don't know if you remember or not, but you were, we were, It was getting to be fall, the, toward the end of the summer, and we had a little conversation, and I and I suggested, don't play fall ball. And Pat got mad at me when I said that actually, <laughs> uh, and 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 instead focus on getting strong, focus on strength training, and you can't. We I brought you into the Athens strength. Conditioning center there down by the football field, and actually Sydney was your partner, your, his girlfriend mm-hmm. Sydney. Yeah, which she's absolute stud too in the weight room. Oh really? She, oh, you, she pushed <laughs> you like crazy, didn't she? And, oh yeah, she did. And yeah, she uh, still does. Yeah, exactly. Um, and uh, yeah, and we and and you started you and you committed to it at that at that time, did you not?
0: That's when I really yeah. That's when I really started focusing on it. So Cause like my freshman year, I I'd be in there every now and then, but like after. After we had that talk and we started, we made that program and stuff. I I just started focusing on that. Yeah. So Especially after I broke my leg. Yeah.
1: Do do you regret anything about not playing fall ball, and lifting instead?
0: I actually I do not yeah, <laughs> because I fe- <laughs> I felt like it, it played it right really into ch- change helped change my body. <laughs>
2: yeah. Yeah, all right, Mark Ripto. We
1: talk, you know, we talk about that a lot about how I mean, it's just, uh, and we just recently had a podcast episode on this, so we don't need to talk about it too long. But yeah, you know, but because you are such a great example, yeah, of of how getting in the weight room can just elevate a player, elevate a high school kid's potential and yep. what he's able to accomplish. Um, it 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 would be remiss if we didn't even mention it at all with Matthew on today because.
2: Um, he's, he's just a prime example of someone who, who,
1: who had that happen.
2: Yeah. And especially, you know, it's, it's good information for people out there for, you know, for high school students that go through, you know, a pretty major injury that sidelines them, you know, like, like Maddie experienced because that now they know that, you know, one of the, one of the key elements of that is, is getting back in the, in the weight room or, you know, starting the weight room. That's, that's a huge element for, for that healing, recovering process to get you back to where you want to be. Yeah. Maddie, I one day in practice, my, uh, I coached a 14U fall ball team a couple years ago. Mm-hmm. And uh, one day in practice, I got the guys that we didn't practice very well. Everyone was kind of loafing around and not taking it very serious. I got them together and I, I, I read them this list of uh, activities that this this kid posted on Twitter. And, you know, it was basically like get up in the morning, you know, get ready, breakfast, listen to a podcast about baseball, look over my schoolwork head to school, um, you know, come back from school, go to the gym, get a, get a workout in, um, do some homework, uh, <laughs> get some swings in, throw a little bit, and uh, spend about 15 minutes on social media and then get to bed around uh, 9 o'clock. And I, re- I read that to them, and I said, what do you think, you know, what, what, what level of baseball does this individual play? And they said, oh, you know, I don't know, college, you know high school, something like that. And it was, it ended up being like an 11 year old that was doing this, had this crazy uh, well, focus schedule. Yeah. But I just, I say all that just to ask you, I, I think one of the biggest shocks that people have when they, especially when, it, when there's a sport involved is when they, when they go to college is that, uh, that schedule that day to day. And you, you've kind of referred to it a little bit earlier, but could you tell us just, you know, what, what your typical day uh, looks like right now?
0: Yeah, so, um, like, today I woke up at, like, 5.45, got up, got moving, got to workouts by 7, and I get home and I I eat some breakfast, and then I don't have class today, but usually after workouts I'll go to class, and then after class I'll get a quick snack before practice, and then practice is usually 1 to 4, like one to three is like the coach's instructed practice. And then like three to four is, um, basically like anything you want to work on outside of practice. Like you can stay. And then if not, you're, you're free to go. So I usually stay and I get more swings or I'll take some more ground balls while the other guys are taking BP just to get extra reps in. Cause as a two way, it's kind of hard sometimes to, uh, get all those reps. Like, uh, like sometimes I'll be still doing my throwing program while they're taking infield, outfield. So I miss some fielding sometimes. So I always want to make sure I make up for that. So that way I'm not lacking in in fielding. And then um after practice I'll get some lunch and then I'll I'll just come in off I'll, I'll basically lay in bed for like an hour, just letting my body just rest and kind of recover. Mm. And then yeah.
1: Like, kind of, just like taking a step back for a second. Mm-hmm. Kind of I mean, that's wise. Let my body rest. I yeah. What, what are you? Nineteen years old? Eighteen. Yeah. Eight, yeah. 18. You don't hear too many eighteen-year-olds say, "I need to take some time and just no do nothing." Well, I don't. I either lay on the bed. It's I mean, not, you're probably not looking at your phone either. <laughs> or are no, you? No, I'm
0: not. Because
1: you're not no. really resting
2: if you're looking at that blue light. That's true. Yeah. I've 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 actually seen. No. I've actually been reading about some. You know, in strength training programs, one of the one of the one of the things that they do is take time, you know, after their workout, just to kind of lay there and just rest. I've, I actually saw that on Twitter a yeah. couple times recently. It's odd that because I thought, oh, that's interesting. Build, build that time results. in, yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's odd that that Matty brings that up there.
1: Yeah, we have our guys get there's, on the floor a college and stretch in, out. Uh, Georgia
0: that does that. There, there's a college in Georgia. It's a NAIA. They just won the NAIA championship. Um huh. I think it's like Georgia, Gwinnett or something like oh, that. Oh, that's
1: where Sheetinger is. That's where Sheets is. Yeah, and he Jeremy Sheetinger. They
0: meditate, like stuff. Yeah.
1: ABCA podcast it used to be the oh, ABC. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Interesting. They
0: like, they like meditate and like just lay yes. there for like
2: thirty yeah. minutes a day or something like that. Well, yeah, he's real big into that. Yeah, it's good. Get information yeah. for people. Out there was
1: there. one of the, one of the years when I went up to the uh, softball coaches association meeting when I was helping out with Athens softball doing their strength training and things. I went to their Coaches um, conference up in Columbus, mm-hmm. and one of the speakers there was a, a lady who um, she was a strength she was a strength and strength trainer, but she hers her training was more mental strength, and she did that. She basically her whole session was on, um, you know, how to breathe properly, how to you know, just just meditate properly, how to you know, and then and then basically trying to encourage coaches to incorporate that. In your practices, in your practice plan, in your day, now obviously that's difficult for high schools to do, <laughs> right? Right? I mean, the lower level you you got, the less time you have with them, yeah. And um, but yeah, if you're if you're a college program and you've got a certain number of hours and you want to invest that, yeah, you, you certainly can.
2: Or if you're a player out there, you know, you're just individually, just, you, yes, you, you,
1: yeah, yeah. Give it to your players and say, hey, so, I know some of you aren't going to think give two craps about this, but some of you, some of you may may want to do it. Absolutely. You know, I mean, we got an eighteen year old here right
2: now who's Who's on the phone with us, telling us that he's he uh, he's doing that? Yeah, it's good stuff. So after you after you get up from your from your med- meditation, what's how how do you finish up the day there?
0: Uh, I usually just like eat dinner and then uh, do some homework before I go to bed. Usually go to bed no later, like 10, 30, 11. Your body has to recover. So yeah, you gotta get. To eat important especially when you're waking up
1: that early no doubt I
0: think they recommend like eight hours
1: of sleep or something So, yeah that's the average most human bodies need that some some require less some require more yeah but hey speak let's go back to the dinner for a second let's, let's g- give us this answer for your old buddies back home <laughs> so well, I'm guessing your dinner is what like McDonald's and some chicken nuggets and fries and stuff like <laughs> that or is it, is it important what you're eating while you're trying not, to not
0: usually <laughs> no, not usually Usually, um, like I, I make chicken sometimes, like chicken rice, or I'll make uh, I'll make burgers, or like um, make some turkey sandwiches, just something like meat, protein-wise. Just trying to build those little muscles back up that you tear for the day.
1: Yeah. Well, we got a few, just a you know, a few more minutes here, and I wanna, I wanna kind of have you give us something that we can give to our listeners. We have a, a, our listeners consist of a lot of people who have young kids and so they're, you know, and and people who are involved in youth leagues, youth ball, whether it be travel ball or recreational ball, but just youth, you know, just coaching coaches of youth or parents of youth. And so it's really important for us to always try to think of ways that we can give them some resources, and so, in your opinion, as someone who has come up through, you know, you're you've, you're you've grown up and you're still playing ball, you're, you're at the, you know, the prime of your uh, your playing days right now. What is the most important thing that we can or should focus on and instill in our youth ball at our at our local levels of youth of youth uh, sports? And you can just be specific yeah. with baseball yeah. if you'd like um, since that's the sport you're playing.
0: Yeah, I think you uh, these athletes should have to be or, like, want to be versatile. Mm-hmm. Like, you should want to be able to play every position on the field because, like, there's guys on our roster that can play every position on the field. Like, um, the starting infield from last year's team who won a, a junior college, or, like, they won the OCCAC uh, championship, like they won the league, and that starting infield, every position was a shortstop coming in. Hmm. Third base, the shortstop, second baseman, and the first baseman all played shortstop, and then they they were versatile and they moved around and were able to play somewhere else. So, like right now, I was recruited as a pitcher and a shortstop, and I've been playing uh, third base. I've been playing outfield, and I've been playing second base. So, like you got to know how to play more than just one spot because. Yeah, there's, no mm. pop
1: there's a good chance your shortstop's not going to be a two way person
0: then in college. Well. Be, uh, yeah, uh, yeah, he's not. No. <laughs> uh, yeah, and then the other thing which um, you're big about, Coach Stewart, uh, throw, catch, throw and catch, catch, is that you have to be able to play play catch.
1: Yeah. Most important skill in the game.
2: Really the teams is. that yeah. can
1: throw it and catch it the best are the teams that are going to win the most.
2: Just, yeah. yep, That's a fact.
1: Look back at all the losses we had. Well, let's go back to that regional or that district championship game, Matty. You catch a couple balls. Mm-hmm. We catch a couple balls. I mean, I mean, not, not even yeah. hard ones, pop-ups, right? Mm. Had, a, had, a, had a rough pop-up that we, that we, that we, we struggle with. Yeah. But, uh, Yeah, and that team, you know, got to give Paint Rally credit. They hit the ball better than we thought they would, too.
2: I mean, better than the the, the data, the the
1: scouting report showed they hit a lot of ground balls. I think we saw our first ground ball in, what, the fifth inning? I mean, they lace line drives and hit some fly fly balls.
0: (laughs) Yeah, some deep fly balls, Yes,
1: yes. That's baseball, right? It is, it is. I (laughs) mean, throw your hands up and say, okay, we're here to play. I mean,
2: let's let's get out here. Definitely. Batty, we, we appreciate you jumping on with us this morning. I know that our listeners uh, will appreciate us having you on and, and hearing a, a, an unfamiliar voice other than our own. Yeah, every, all the time. Well, this, but,
1: is our, this is our little scheme for gaining listeners
2: absolutely because i
1: you know i doubt that yeah. i doubt that your mom has listened to an episode of the coaching life podcast but i guarantee <laughs> she's going to listen to this one <laughs> <laughs> so hi elizabeth hi thanks
2: for listening to the coaching life we hope you'll stay for life now <laughs> we've always had good we've always had uh, good uh, outcomes from our from our when we brought guests onto the the podcast too, so yeah. I would expect this to be no different. But we always ask the same thing to each of our guests. It's kind of something that we we did with our first guest, and we we've we've we plan to do with all of them that we that we have the privilege of having on. And that is, uh, if you could, if you can think back and give us maybe a your favorite or a favorite moment uh, that that sticks in your mind uh, from your from your youth uh, baseball playing days.
0: Oh.
1: Well, I mean, you're you're still Um, playing, so, and you're you're not a youth, but you're any of your baseball playing days, really.
0: Yeah. So, um, it would probably be my freshman year. We got back. We drove all around the county, the fire trucks and stuff. Everybody was like honking their horns, and everybody was holding signs up and cheering for us and stuff for that. That was pretty freaking cool. So yeah. It would probably have to be that. that.
1: So your freshman year, I'm just repeat a little I bit of I wish
0: we would have
1: got more than one. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah.
2: Yeah. It's, they're, they're not easy to get, but you're, well, you're right. He described a scenario there that didn't happen on the field. Right. Uh, exactly. Yeah.
1: Driving back into town with the fire trucks and everybody in the town coming out and, and uh, cheering you on. Yeah. That's kind of a
2: special moment. Yeah. Yeah. That's great. Being there with your teammates. You know, right. Celebrating that that and really in that in that instance it's it's more than just about a victory. It's about the team and it's about what you've accomplished up Mm -hmm. to that point. And yeah, you and your teammates had a real special
1: bond. Your class was really special. For sure. Yeah, it was a really good Yeah, for sure. I've told a lot of people that that I could not have come in as a new coach well, within literally within thirty days of the season starting, practice season starting, you know, and meeting our team for the first time. I couldn't have come into a better group of seniors uh, who we just, you know, who were just sure. mature. Yeah, I remember welcomed saying welcomed that. me in. And, uh, and you actually are with, are you, is that uh, Preston move up there with you? Are you guys rooming together? He
0: did. Yeah. He's, he's not here right now, but I am rooming with him. Yeah.
1: Oh, okay. Yeah. So he can't get on here and say hi to us.
0: No, he, he's in class right now.
1: All right. Well, Preston's studying to be an engineer, yep. right? Cleveland state.
0: Yep. Yep. He's going to be an engineer.
1: Civil engineer, I believe. Yeah, I'll tell you something about. Pre- we'll, we'll give him some props here on this on this episode uh, to, to try to gain a couple more listeners. I'm teasing. <laughs> you you could not. So I, I could I and I'm pretty decent with a fungo bat, Pat. I couldn't hit a I could not hit a fly ball over Preston's head. Is that right? Oh my gosh, <laughs> I, I'm not lying, am I? Our right fielder and, no, and center fielder. And Preston played center. Him. Yeah, I mean, if I if you hit something in that right center gap, we got spoiled. We got spoiled with those two guys um, because he and Bruce, yeah, sure. him and Bub, Pedro, could run everything down. Yep, <laughs> That's that's good yep, for a for pitcher because sure. sometimes they get a hold of one and most pitchers would go, oh, crap. But Matty was just like, ah, he's got that. <laughs> yeah, that's, yeah, that's I, just, I would
0: just walk off the field before he even caught it knowing that he had it.
1: <laughs> and that would be the one kid that made contact in the inning because you remember there was two strikeouts every inning. True. So, right.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it'd be two, two shots and then it'd be a fly ball to Preston.
1: <laughs> <laughs> That's right. That's right. You threw, um, I, I forgot to include, uh, did you have one or two no hitters this year? I took you out for one of them the um, first game of the season, I think.
0: I think it was just one.
1: Yeah, I, you, you didn't give up a hitting against South Guy either, but we didn't let you pitch the whole game, did we? Did you pitch the whole game?
0: Yeah. No, I only threw three in it. The pitch three. count
1: was, yeah, we had the pitch count on for that. But I think that was a combined no hitter. I don't think anybody gave up a hit yeah. in that one. So combined perfect game. That's right. It was a perfect game. That's really? Perfect. Yeah. Nice. And then oh, Willie. Yeah. Oh, Will Oldacre yeah. threw at him down there at their place. And Willie ended up with 14 strikeouts yeah. in that game. Nice. <laughs> yeah. only game he pitched all year, buddy.
2: <laughs> Big
1: Will. Big yeah. Will. Yeah. Well, it's homecoming back home. So uh, I'll tell everybody you said hello.
0: Yeah, thank you. Yeah, thank
1: you. So um, you have played a couple of scrimmages, right, or a couple of you know fall games, um, or one? Yeah,
0: we played two. Okay, two. And you got? So I um I actually I started the first game on the mound and I threw the first inning. I think they were just trying to throw me out there. Oh yeah, see what I would do. So sink or swim. Uh, so I um I didn't strike out anyone. I pitched a contact that game. I, I think I walked one guy and then uh, got three ground outs, I believe.
1: Perfect. So. That's fantastic. And I'll tell you, it's better than I did my the, my uh, first time out as a freshman in college because, uh, you know, that's welcome to college ball. When you said I didn't strike out out anyone, you're not going to strike out as many. Mm-hmm. I mean, unless you're throwing 95. Yeah. It's th- part of the art. Th- yeah. It is. I mean, I, and I, you know, I, in high school, I was a strikeout pitcher. And thought that I was going to be the same when I got to college, and we played against Northern Kentucky University, who was, was D two then, but they're D one now, and they were playing like a D one team. And I'm like, ah, I'm going to blow it by these guys. So it's one thing to be a freshman and think that. I mean, to be a senior and think that. It's another thing to be a freshman and think that. And I got whiplash. I was out. I was out by the third inning, and yeah, uh, yeah it was it was rough. But I learned. You know, everybody learns. You how you learn how to become a pitcher at that point, point. and that's yeah. why I that's why I have a passion to teach young pitchers yes. to learn how to pitch. Sure. Don't just get out there and throw. Right. Yeah, yeah it's great. Well, Matthew, we'll let you go. Um, thank you so much again for being our guest on the podcast. It's going to be a really cool episode for people to hear, and and hopefully it'll be it'll be good for you as well to go back and listen and and uh, um, you know someday let your kids hear.
0: Yeah. Thank you for having me.